This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are, we welcome you to the debut, the maiden voyage, the inaugural episode of Breaking Boston with Fitzy and Hart. Hello, how are you? This is Nick Fitzy Stevens alongside my pal, my broadcast partner, Andy Jumbo Hart. How are you today, Andy? Tremendous, as always, Fitzgerald. Probably better than the water cooler under Chris Sale in Baltimore last night because, yes, folks, time is a flat circle, and so is the top of that Gatorade after Chris Sale came out in what I believe was the only start of his illustrious, decorated, and very expensive career where he did not strike out a single batter. We'll get to all the news and the sports stories that matter for you, the Boston Superfan, in just a second, but this is a new daily podcast from Odyssey Sports and WEEI where in just 10 to 15 minutes every day, we'll give you all you need to know, the perspective, the news, the information, and the analysis covering your favorite teams from Boston, New England, and beyond. And Andy, even though it is a playoff night, it is playoffs, the Celtics are in action tonight. Game four at, uh, excuse me, game five at home, they return from Atlanta, from the ATL, to the TD Garden, where hopefully the Celtics will wrap things up. Uh, And no DeJounte Murray tonight as he's been suspended one game because he thought it was a good idea to uh, Mm. speak intimately with a referee, if you will, following some frustrations at the end of game four. We got to talk socks off the top because honestly, I know Chris Sale is passionate. I know he's as frustrated as every other Red Sox fan out there about the start to his 2023 season and everything that's gone into this disaster of a five year, $145 million contract. But come on, did we really need another violent outburst? and viral moment from the Red Sox supposed a starter in their loss last night in Baltimore. Yeah, I've always kind of been a sale defender because I think he has just been snake bitten for years and years here. And he's a broken man. That's just the reality. Like one of these alpha greats who can no longer be what he used to be. And and I actually don't even want him to be what he used to be anymore. I've given up hope that that's even an option, even though you know I talked to Lou Merloni this week on the air on WEEI, and he was like, oh, that last start, 11 Ks, maybe we're trending back toward Chris Sale. I think we, we, and Chris Sale need to eliminate that and just say, 
Chris Sale, I need you to settle in and figure out who you are. Late career, Pedro, whatever you want to be. Can you give me five innings with three runs? Like, can you give me something consistently? No, no highs and lows and no punching. Smart guy, veteran, uses his non-pitching hand. Good job. Collected Um, enough to go to his offhand. That was a pro move. Yes. Good job. But just level out, figure out who you are. We know you're never going to be the ace again, the alpha dog on the mound, or at least I've accepted that. I'm not sure he has based on that outburst, but I think for the team, for himself, for his own expectations and his mental health, and maybe most importantly for Alex Cora to know what he is sending to the mound every five days, Chris Sale, just settle in, just figure out who you are. We know it's not great anymore. Be good enough. In 2018, the second year that Chris Sale was on the Red Sox before this monster of a contract that has turned into a Led Zeppelin of a financial deal for the Red Sox, Chris Sale gets injured in 2018, comes back and sort of redefines himself temporarily as a bullpen asset for the team down the stretch when they need him, you know, in the day and age of openers. I'm not sure if we have uh, a sexier term beyond like middleman, middle relief or just bullpen arm. But he did a great job coming in, ultimately even closing out the Game 5 victory in Los Angeles to give the Red Sox the 2018 World Series championship, their fourth of the century. Uh, I would love to see him, like you said, like you said, we all age, Andy, right? We all can't do, we think we can, uh, at least uh, if we're reasonably minded men of a certain age, we come to understand that we can't quite lift as much as we used to or speak for yourself, Fancy, or drink as much as we used to or perform the way that we used to in certain aspects of life. So we try to figure, hey, come on. Isn't that kind of podcast? Probably, actually, if you're familiar with Fitzy and Hart and our work across all the broadcast spectrums, yes, it will be that kind of show. You need to figure out what you're going to be going forward. Don't give me the, I'm just trying to become what I used to be. I want to see, just like you said, What can I be to help this team now? The best version, a reconfigured version of myself going forward. I am all in on these new arms. I've said as much on the I've said as much on the air with Rich Keefe. I would love to see Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford and Nick Pavetta and Brian Bayo and Garrett Whitlock and more become the future of this rotation. And if Chris Sale can't get his act together and he's going to be throwing hissy fits and histrionics, Figure out a new role because what you're doing is causing bad press and more frustration for the Sox and the fans. Live live in the present and look to the future. That's to me what this Red Sox season is all about. Everybody wants to get excited. Ooh, they're a 500 baseball team. Ooh, they won three series in a row. You're a last place baseball team. That's the reality. You're not making the playoffs. I don't see that happening. You don't have a great roster. But what you could have is some momentum. You and I talked about it a lot on the Six Rings podcast over the last couple of years about Mac Jones. Just figure out who he is, right? If you have a franchise quarterback, that's a successful year, eh, year two, whatever. We can get into that as the uh, podcast here on Breaking Boston go on. But figure out who some of the young core players are on this team. Build momentum so that in August and September, we're talking about a Tristan Casas, right? A Yoshi. Mm-hmm. We know Devers is, is a building block long haul, but Whitlock and ba- all of those guys... This season does not need to be defined by wins and losses. It doesn't need to be defined by some meaningless wild card experience. It'll be defined by how we feel about six, seven, ten players at the end of the year heading toward 2024, in my opinion. Yes, and which free agents the Red Sox will be able to lure in or potentially overbid for, and figure out who they could bring. Like, if you showcase, hey, look, Yes, we finished behind the Jays, the Rays, and the Yankees, but 
We fought hard every game. There's Don't a lot the of Orioles. I still think they can top the Orioles. Although the Orioles are starting to turn into their new baseball kryptonite the same way that the Rays mm -hmm. used to be a long time ago. Yeah. If you showcase that you are a smart young team, <coughs> excuse me. Ah, I get all worked up when I talk about the Sox. And you, you're a, a, a valid landing spot and destination for free agents. You've got a lot of young talent coming up from the farm, a young rotation. Somebody might be willing to entertain a bid from the Red Sox going forward as opposed to like, yeah, they're still just trying to hold on to what they used to be, just like Chris Sale. I don't care. I don't want to look at your $29 million average annual value this year and next year. If he becomes a guy that gives me three innings out of the bullpen every other night and he's more effective there, I don't care. Just be a net positive for the team going forward. The good news is it's mid-April and we don't have to fixate on what the Red Sox are or aren't because your Boston Celtics in the middle of April are about to close out a series with the Atlanta Hawks. They are a team to beat. They are a team built around young, fun talent, right? They have the pillars that are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum coming off 31-point efforts, matching 31-point efforts. But you and I have talked a lot about this, and I believe this more now than ever, that Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, and that secondary dynamic duo as they not only dismiss the Hawks, presumably, uh, but move on to the next series, I believe that is the key. Because, oh, by the way, you know that guy, that that big giant, that Greek freak who we thought might be banged up? Well, he's back. <laughs> he's yeah, back! I, yeah, he's back, but he also might be gone because the Miami Heat last night, I, I got to be honest, the, the Bucks were up by 10 halfway through the fourth quarter. And I decided, you know what? I haven't done my usual lazy Monday night, post-Monday night football routine of watching a little Food Network and getting some news just to like ease my mind before bed. So I actually said, all right, series tied 2-2. I'll check up on that in the morning. I wake up. Jimmy Butler goes off for 56, a full-blown channel 56. He's a dog. He's got some fight. He is Good him. dog, by He's, the way, not the bad dog. He Why is not? Himothy. Jimmy Buckets is legitimate. I think the Heat are going to bump the Bucks, which sets up potentially a wild Eastern Conference final should the Celtics take care of business tonight. And I am all about a DeJounte Murray free Atlanta Hawks having the floor mopped up with them at the Garden tonight the same way Kyrie, the same way Kyrie stomped on Lucky. I think the Celtics tonight are going to stomp on the Hawks, put this out, get some rest, and then it's all about Sixers versus Celtics in the semis. Absolutely. And I think the Hawks personally are probably doing what I've done for the last uh, two or three weeks, and that's uh, going on Expedia and Kayak and various websites and looking for good deals on resorts where it's nice moving forward. So uh, I, by the way, I picked Puerto Rico. They probably maybe have a bit, little bit bigger budget, maybe look a little fancier. Uh, Trey Young probably go to a nicer place. But uh, yeah, I think the Hawks gave you your last run last game, and I think the Hawks are toast. And that means we can fixate on a next round of games because the Bruins and Celtics don't get entitled. I know that's hard for you. You've become it's, a bit of an entitled Bostonian we worked, fan. We became Titled Town, and now we are in Titled Town. I understand that. By the way, don't sleep on old San Juan. It's beautiful. I had a great time there years ago. But uh, the Celtics, the Bruins, 26. 26 is the magic number till the mm -hmm. uh, double duck boat parade in Boston. Uh, that would uh, ruin the rest of the world forever, in my opinion. <laughs> I would love to change this podcast just a few weeks into its inception from breaking Boston to breaking the minds of every other sports fan <laughs> in the world. It's a long title. It may not work on the marquee or on your smartphone, but we're here every day talking all the Boston sports you need, analysis, perspective, information, and more. Andy, tomorrow night, the Bruins are in action. It's game five back at the Garden. Hopefully the scent of victory 
and a series win is still in the air. I have every confidence in the world following Sunday's flat-out awesome effort by the Bruins in Sunrise, Florida. 6-2 final. Uh, it was close for a little while, but I got, I got to tell you, the speed, the tenacity, and the fight this team has shown down Patrice Bergeron to date with David Krejci not likely to play in Game 5 or the remainder of this series, and we don't believe that it's going to go much longer. They have played phenomenal hockey. The Coils and the DeBrusques of the world. Uh, Bertuzzi. Charlie McAvoy, Bertuzzi, who just like, who doesn't love go get, getting a couple of pies at two for Bertuzzi, man? He has been such a great fit. And I, I, this is some of the best hockey I've seen Charlie McAvoy play as well. And so far to me, the moment of the playoffs is not Patrice Bergeron not showing up. It's Linus Allmark wanting to do what all of us that root for the Bruins do, and that's fight Matthew Kachuk Sunday. Oh, get out of the way of the big bad Bruins. They are in gear. This uh, this series has been remarkable for me because, you know, you, we started talking on the uh, Gresham Fourier program this week about, so who's the best Bruin been? And it's it's a hard conversation because I feel like everybody has stepped up. Everybody has played relatively well or above that. Now, you can say Coyle. You can say McAvoy. You can say Taylor Hall, who I think has had a massive role. He looks like he's healthy and putting his uh, heart trophy, the best trophy in all of sports, by the way, heart trophy to uh, memory for Bruins fans that this is a great player. What? I just checked what? with the judges. We'll allow it. We'll allow okay. it. We'll allow it. Uh, but the Bruins are doing a little bit like what the Celtics are doing. They're just showing their depth and their breadth of talent. And it's like, no Patrice Bergeron, no Dave Krejci. I'm not sure Ulmark is 100%, but he's willing to dive across no. the crease and headbutt pucks that are headed towards the net. I still haven't seen an actual goalie stand on his head, but I've now seen a goalie lead with his head to stop a goal in Linus Ulmark. Linus, not Linus. 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 Um, Linus. No, it's been a lot of fun, and you mentioned it. Any series that creates a villain like Matt Kachuk mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. everybody in the city of Boston wants to break him for the Breaking Boston podcast, wants to fight him, uh, it's a great, great playoff series. Now, unfortunately, it's about to end because the Bruins are the far better hockey team, and they're going to send the Panthers packing. Exactly. He can go Kachuk himself. Not a oh, big whoa. popular figure. Oh, it's all right. It's a podcast. We're allowed to get a little salty that way. Hopefully, Celtics take care of business tonight. Bruins take care of business tomorrow night. And that allows all of us and the diehards, the New England superfans and the Foxborough faithful to concentrate all of the firepower of our Death Star on the NFL Draft Round 1 Thursday night, beginning at 8 o'clock from Union Station in Kansas City. You're not going to want to miss the Rich Keefe Show, 6 to Midnight Draft Party featuring myself, Andy, Chris Scheim, and Rich Keefe. We'll be on from 6 to Midnight. And we'll be talking about what the Patriots do or don't do in Round 1 for that one quarter of a day of our lives. And Andy, we'll wrap with this one because we've talked so much on the air on the Six Rings podcast, which, you, of course, you can also find on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your awesome podcasts. The latest little bit of news for me, T-minus two days out, was Matthew Judon appearing on the NFL Network yesterday with Daniel Jeremiah at Move the Sticks himself, one of the best draft Knicks in the country. Matthew, uh, excuse me, Jeremiah is talking about how he thinks going tackle is the logical choice for the Patriots showcasing and highlighting guys like Darnell Wright, who I hope that they pick. And then Matthew Judon has the stones, the assistant GM, the one you say is the least successful general manager in all of New England sports because he keeps trying to entice guys via social media to join the Patriots. He comes out and says, I want to see us draft a wide receiver. And he doesn't even just say receiver. He names the guy. He then says, I would like to see us draft Quentin Johnston from TCU because he's a big guy played in high leverage situations. He says he's got good hands and he can stretch the field. To me, Andy, that's not just Judon being Judon the GM. That's Matthew Judon 
speaking on behalf of a locker room that's frustrated that the offense was in the toilet last year and needs to become more dynamic. We also now know in this time of misinformation or information overload and smoke screens, we have one definitive. The New England Patriots will not draft Quentin Johnston because Matthew <laughs> Judon is never right in his GM duties. Ever, <laughs> never, ever right. Could I have set you up for that any better? <laughs> My God. But no, I, I like his... Um, idea his theory like we've yep. talked a lot about on six rings wide receivers and they need the guy with a target on his back as brian baldinger said i agree with that i'm not a big quentin johnston fan um i think his hands are questionable but he definitely has the size the speed the playmaking ability anybody who watched he was the only guy that actually showed up for tcu in the national title game made that one big play um i love the idea of a big bodied big play receiver i yep. just I think a lot of fans would look at him and say, I don't know. Remember that Nikhil Harry guy? Whereas if you draft somebody like Zay Flowers, he's totally uh -huh. different than Nikhil Harry. Exactly. Now, I, I wrote up a quick story for WEI.com about Matthew Judon being emboldened to say they should draft Quentin Johnson. You and many others made sure to comment when I tweeted it out. You said reach. Uh, a reply from at John underscore Maho to your reach comment. Any wide receiver but QJ, please. He's probably good with 31 other teams with the Pats. <laughs> He'll be Nikhil Harry 2.0. Some of the other replies to my posting. I usually agree with GM Judon, but we don't need Nikhil Harry 2.0. Yeah, uh, honestly, JSN won't be around at that point. It's got to be JSN or Flowers. Please not Quentin Johnson. So I, I agree with you that they probably won't draft him, but I just thought it was interesting that Matthew Judon would feel confident and comfortable enough to, to not just say like, hey, I'll be happy with whoever Matt Groen, Coach Belichick pick or Hey, uh, you know, receiver would be interesting because let's get more explosive, but you never know. He actually named the guy. That's that's pretty ballsy. You think uh, Matthew Slater ever gets a text from Bill Belichick that says STFU and then a follow up text was sorry, meant that for Judon. <laughs> oh, the Bella thumbs back. That would be amazing. Look at you with the topical references, the Belichick callbacks and the jokes today. Andy Hart's on fire. You can expect this signature brand of sauce and spice and fire dad jokes and more every day make sure you subscribe to breaking boston sometimes it'll be the two of us sometimes it'll be just andy sometimes it'll be just fitzy you never know but it's always a good time and we aim to please as well as inform anything you want to see covered on the show give us a shout at fitzy gfy and at jumbo heart for andy this is fitzy producer coop this is the debut of breaking boston heard exclusively on odyssey sports via the odyssey app and make sure you subscribe wherever your awesome sports podcasts are found see ya Peace.